Hello and welcome to the Diction Police. I'm your host, Ellen Rissinger, an American vocal coach accompanist on the music staff of the Zemperoper in Dresden, Germany. Today we're branching out into a whole new language, both for me and for the podcast, Swedish. Over the next two weeks, mezzo-soprano Sophie Lorentzen goes over the important points of Swedish diction with us. Today, we'll be discussing vowels and consonants with the texts to two songs from Sibelius's Opus 36, Sev Sev Susa and Svarta Rusur. Next week, we'll focus more on the consonant clusters that can be really deceiving in Swedish. Over the past few months, I've been updating the Diction Police website, creating an episode guide and a list of the song titles covered to make things easier to find. And last week, when I looked over the mission statement, I realized that it needs a bit of updating as well. Obviously, it's still about enhancing the study of diction and sharing practical tools for practicing and learning languages. But originally, I wasn't sure how many languages we'd be able to cover. And over the years, I'm thrilled to say that it's grown far beyond the standard Italian, French, and German. So I'm amending that statement to include discussing any Western language with interesting songs and arias that I can find guests willing to talk about. In doing my research for this series, I found that the difficult thing about Swedish is that there is no set uniform diction to follow. There aren't any diction books that I've found that cover this topic, and if anybody knows of any, please let me know. So for now, I'm going off of my ears, Wikipedia, and a website that I've been in love with for a while called Omniglot. Omniglot is dedicated to all the languages and writing systems of the world, with all different kinds of alphabets and writing systems, including syllabic alphabets, consonant alphabets, syllabaries, and undeciphered writing systems, which also includes tips on learning languages, useful phrases, and tongue twisters. Plus, for every language, they have a page on pronunciation, which includes phonetics. It's a terrific resource on so many levels, but especially for languages that are less widely spoken. Since I don't know enough about Swedish art song to pick the important texts without a whole lot of help, my brilliant way to pick these texts was to go to YouTube and use the ones that I found recordings of. I'll post links to the clips that I found along with the texts for today and the link to Omniglot at the blog at www.thedictionpolice.com. Don't forget the the. Our first text today is Sav Sav Susa, a poem by Gustav Fröding considered to be one of the greatest Swedish poets ever. His poetry, which combines a colloquial language with a formal poetic structure, has also been used for Swedish popular music throughout the past century. Sav Sav Susa Våg, våg, slå, i sägen mig var inga lill den unga månde gå. Hon skrek som en vingskjuten and när hon sjönk i sjön. Det var när sista vår stod grön. Det vore henne gramse vid östan och lid, det tog hon sig så illa vid. Det vore henne gramse för guds och guld och för hennes unga kärleks skull. Det stucko en ögonsten med tagg. De kastade smuts i en liljas dagg. Så sjungen, sjungen sorgsång i sorgsna vågor små. Säv, säv, susa, våg, våg, slå. That was Sophie Lorentzen, and I'm going to try and say the name of this. Säv, säv, susa. 
And I thought we'd start off just by going through the vowels, because honestly, I have no idea of anything about Swedish at mm -hmm. all, except what I've seen on the internet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so let's start right from the letter A, the beginning of the alphabet. Yes. And it looks like from what, what I found on the internet that there's there's different sounds that the that the letter A can make. Yes, two different. Okay. Uh, a short one and a long one. Okay. And this and this it's a, it's a short one. Ah, and gramse kastade. So it's really just a, a just a, it's almost a dark ah. It's not quite so ah 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 ah. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, Behind yourself, it's it's in front, but it's it's around. Yeah. Yes, and then we have the uh, long a, and that's like a, bara, vara, sara. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's that's the long uh, that's the long one, and the short one is like a. Okay. Mm. So is it is it uh, like the double consonants, like it is in German, that decides whether something's long or short? Also, yeah, also, but also here we have two consonants after each other and then it's gramse mm -hmm. yeah and this one it it's like that i don't know why the a and d you have to you have to yeah yeah mm -hmm. here's also two consonants st kastare 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 when we have the letter e for example then mm -hmm. what i found on the internet was that there's three different ways this could be pronounced mm -hmm. um uh, so here we have a uh, long e it's skrik e so it's closed almost like the German one. Almost yeah. that closed. Yeah, like with two E's yeah. after each other. That could be the same, yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we have the next one. It has two consonants after the E, and then we make henne. Eh. Almost an E, eh, but not. Right. No. And then Gramse, yeah, that's that's the A. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And in a word like gramse, is that still an e sound at the end, or is it more of a? Is it more like the same thing as in German, like leise? Is it a? Would it be a schwa? Would it leise, it's, it's, it's the same. You you hear it, gramse, leise. Yeah, yeah? Mm -hmm. it's like almost an e, and it's short, and it's like op, op, open. Yeah, open okay. e. All right, then we come to the letter i. I. The first one, the first word we have, it's a short i. Ingalil, mm -hmm. and and that's both are short. Lil because of the consonants and ingalil yeah why don't uh, don't ask <laughs> well there's still there's two but consonants, there's still con consonants that to the right and, and sista that's also short mm -hmm. and the next one is long vid yeah vid. like you would write them with two e's after yeah. each other so phonetically uh, basically the phonetic symbol is a, a lowercase i so it's really an e sound like vid or yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and this one is also short illa so really the two consonants, the double consonants, is basically going to show us open and closed vowels, or yeah. short and long vowels. Yeah. How about for O's? Yes. Now here, this, uh, I got to say, when I saw the O's on the, the website that I found, it had four possibilities, and I just thought, there, this is no hope for me to figure this out now. Yeah, uh, also in, 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 in the Hoch, Swedish version, mm -hmm. you say that uh, this uh, O like an U. Oh, it's, so it's, it's, it's like the, it's like the German U. Yeah, yeah. Stud, vuru, and this one it has a ch, and mm -hmm. this would be um, pronounced ok. It's and, as I mean the word and, oh. and this is a ch becomes a k, tk. You uh -huh. can say okay, okay, sound, and, yeah. And the o has like o, ok. Yeah, yeah. Open an open like an open O or more of an open U, like a stum or more like oh. like a zone, more like sonne. Okay, no, like sonne. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ok. This would be 
Ooh, and that then then that would be ook, and that's not ook, that's ok. Okay. O. Yeah. Open. Okay. And this is stuku, stuku. So we have a U and an O in, in, in a this, row there. This is the same, t the, the same like the first one. I mean, ooh, stuku. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. It's short. Yeah. I, okay. Um, actually, that brings us to the letter U. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. they also, they wrote some funky phonetic symbols that I've never seen before yeah. for the letter U. So I'm not really sure what it's supposed to sound like. And U is like the German U within uh, two points. With over an umlaut. It. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that you say like wing hüten, hü, hü, hü. Yeah, but, but that's the, that's because of the sk. The you don't have to think about it. No. We'll we'll deal with that later. <laughs> <laughs> and the short one is gul, gul. Yeah, and this one is also because of the ng. It's also short. Unga. This is u, and this is u. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Almost an. Oh, right. Well, it's o. it's basically like saying an open e with an o mouth. So you're saying. Uh, hübsch. No, but ö is more like ö. hübsch. Nee, hübsch sagst du hübsch. Und das hier, this is... Unger? Nee, nicht unger. 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 Oh, like so it's... Unger. Unger. Like, like the word uh, Hungarian. Yeah. Unger. Okay, then that would be a, cap a, a capital U, actually. So that's the, the open cookie vowel sound. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm. interesting. This is also... Interesting. Skull. Open mm -hmm. uh, because uh, because it's um, it, this is short. Mm -hmm. Smuts also short. Yeah, yeah. But it has it's not really oh because it has a little uh to it, right? Yeah, but only a little, just a tiny bit. bit. Otherwise, it would be become an uh, a really uh. Yeah, yeah. and that's not the, the point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but this is one is u uh, really u uh, u uh, uh, like u um, te uh, outside or moose mouse mm -hmm. yeah mouse moose. This long, long U and really... Yeah, and it's interesting because it's similar to the U umlaut, but it's just a tiny bit different, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah, just yeah, a, yeah, there's just a lot slightly <laughs> between the closed good. and the open one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's the one. Oh, that's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's skip Y for a second and come okay. back to it because there's none in this song. Yeah. Um, and talk about these A with these little diacritical marks. And that's the, exactly the same vocal as the German O. Okay, so A with a little circle over it is basically the O. German O. Okay. I can only say that. Mm -hmm. mm. O. So it's even got the close. Wie Honig. Uh, mm -hmm. O. That's like Vogue, Slow, Sorry, Song. That's, that's short, mm -hmm. right? They have the uh, consonants after it. O. Then it becomes an O. Which is basically the open O sound, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like Sonne. Yeah. Und Vogur. That's not complicated. Only no. think about a German O and it's... It Fine. just it just looks complicated it looks to us. Complicated because no, <clears throat> it's not the same, but uh, practically it's, it's not a problem. Yeah. How um, about the a umlaut? Because we we're used to this in German now, so we're not uh, so scared of the umlauts in this language, probably. Okay. That's a, that's a. So really a. A. Almost a. Yeah. Um, almost a little vulgar. Yeah. A. Uh, uh. Yeah. Sav sagen nar charliks. Yeah, so it's really ah, 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 ah. Yeah, very open sound. Yeah. <laughs> we can make that ah in America. We're pretty good at that sound. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and the last one, uh, uh. But this one is, is, is short, so it's hunk, uh. Okay. Hun, uh, also uh. And this one is long, fur, fur. Uh, what, they, what they listed on the internet was a closed 
uh sound, that closed O-E, but I think it's more open than that, isn't it? That long sound. Yeah. It's just a little bit more of uh, Yeah. yeah. And the short one again, just for the comparison? Uh, hunk. 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 So there's a lot of eh in but, that sound. But it's hard for you because you have used this one now. So like, yeah. Östanolid. Um, Östanolid. Because of the S-T. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But if it's only... The, this is a word also in Sweden. This, this, oh, just the o yes, itself is a word. It's isle. Oh. Island. Island. Yeah. Ah. It's an U. How about, okay, let's go back to the Upsilon, mm-hmm. the Y, mm-hmm. only because the, the examples that I found in the Y aren't in this song, so I just found a couple that were in different songs mm-hmm. to see what, that, what happens with that, too. Yeah. Uh, well, it's E. So it's e. a really closed E. E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perhaps it's like the German uh, U word with the, tw- the two dots. That's yeah. the U, right? That's a U, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, short one, is it what you've written here? Tuku. And this is long, tu. Okay. And this is also short, rücker. So that really is uh, the u. the u sound. That is is exactly like the German yeah. open and close u umlaut. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I just wanted to go over the phonetic letters for these vowels so that we all have a chance to be clear when we're transcribing these for ourselves. The short a sound is technically transcribed with the bright a phonetic letter but it doesn't sound quite as bright as we're used to in languages like Italian and Spanish. The long ah sound is transcribed with a dark ah phonetically, although to my ears, what Sophie said sounded more like the upside-down ah that we had in British English, so remember to make it really dark. E's have three letters for their transcriptions, but ones that we're already very familiar with, because they all seem to correlate to what we know in German. That crazy-closed, long, lowercase e... The short open epsilon e, and the schwa, which has the open e as its root. I's too are pretty normal the lowercase i for the long closed version, and the capital I for the short one. O's are a little more of a problem. On omniglot, they list it with four different phonetic symbols the lowercase and uppercase u's as well as o's. But from the rest of the information I found online and from what Sophie said, it looks like that long-closed O will actually be phonetically a lowercase u. And then it seems like there are some open O's that can either be phonetically an open O, as we had here, or sometimes the capital U cookie vowel, O. This is something we'll just all have to keep our ears out for. The U's were the toughest for me, obviously, since we spent so much time trying to figure them out. The phonetic symbols for them are, as I mentioned, completely different than anything I've ever seen before. The closed version is a lowercase u with a line through it. The open version looks kind of like a theta, but I think it's really an o with a line through it. As you could hear, it's not exactly like the open and closed y's. It has a lot of the open u in it influenced by that umlaut sound, so it's definitely one to practice. A with the little circle over it, on the contrary, is pretty basic. The long version is a closed lowercase o, again crazy closed as in German, and the shorter one is just the regular open o symbol that we're already used to. The a umlaut had slightly different information on Wikipedia than on omniglot. Omniglot lists three possibilities, the open a with a colon, open a without a colon, and the combined a-e-a letter with a colon. Wikipedia doesn't offer that last option, but if you listen to the sound clip that they have there, the long version really does sound very ah. 
in singing, we can probably neutralize this slightly towards open E, but just like the A eh in German, remember that the original sound is a little more spread than just a regular E, just a regular open E. Eh. O with an umlaut and Y seem to follow along with our German equivalents perfectly, with the closed versions of the O umlaut being O slash, and the open is the OE, while the Y corresponds to the U umlaut in German, with a lowercase Y for the closed version and a capital Y for the open. I didn't mention it for every single letter, but remember that long vowels need a colon after them to lengthen them. Our second text is Svarta Rusur, another piece from Sibelius's Opus 36, this time by Ernst Josefsson, a Swedish portrait painter. The composer Jean Sibelius himself was Finnish, but most of his songs are in the Swedish language. Finland was ruled by Sweden for five centuries, and to this day, Finnish and Swedish are both the official languages of Finland. According to the Sibelius website, although he's most known for his symphonies, Jean Sibelius's career both began and ended with solo songs. Svarta rosor. Säg varför är du så ledsen idag? Du som alltid är så lustig och glad. Och inte är jag mera ledsen idag än när jag tycker dig lustig och glad. Ty sorgen har nattsvarta rosor. I mitt hjärta det växer ett rosande träd som aldrig någonsin vill lämna mig fred. Och på skälkarna sitter det tagg vid tagg. Och det vållar mig ständigt sveda och agg. Ty sorgen har nattsvarta rosor. Men av rosor blir det en hel klenod. En vita som döden, en röda som blod. Det växer och växer. Jag tror jag förgår. I hjärtträdets rötter det rycker och slår. Ty sorgen har nattsvarta rosor. That was Sofie Lorentzen reading Svarta rosor. 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 Good. And I figured we would go through consonants, consonants. with this mm. because we get pretty much every consonant we need in mm. this. Mm. Mm. And let's just, again, go through the alphabet in order rather than going through the song in order. It looks like a lot of consonants are the same basic phonetic sound as what we think as Americans. Yes. Right? Yes. So if you That's get it. the letter B. It's like the letter B. Mm-hmm. B. Mm-hmm. But you don't say B. You say blir, blod, yeah. uh, blanda, baka. Yeah. yeah, so it's always just it's a b- the b- same. B- yeah, it's mm-hmm. the same. And here's a question for you: mm-hmm. letters at the ends of words in yes. German. You know how they they unvoice in German, so you, a d would become a t. No, or... that's not that's not same. And if you have like a, a fast, you have snub, not snap, stab. No, it's it 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 continues to be a b. So it's always still voiced at the ends, yes. even at the ends of words. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, the letter C I didn't find in this song. We don't have any any much of C's. We have only CK, okay. like stuku or uh, tic tac uh, or something. Then you have it on the end, but only together with a, a K. With a K. Uh, otherwise, if you have it in the beginning, it's an S, like an S, an S like uh, lemon. It's citroon. Mm-hmm. And then you have the C. So it's probably foreign words that or, were taken. Or it's a foreign word, then it could be. Yeah. But those are not often with okay. a C. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The letter D. Mm-hmm. It's also the same, like in the, in, in the D. Mm-hmm. Lesson. Okay, this is a this is not a good word because Uh-oh. you don't say the D in this word. Oh, L E D S E N. We don't say the D. No, you always say it, say it like two S. Lesson. Okay. You can do it if you want to speak really. Uh, mm, 
Swedish ledsen. No, you, you don't do it. You don't do it. You mm-hmm. say lesson. But the next word is a day, as a dog. Dog. And if you have the D on the end, like city, stad, it's not stad. It's stad. Okay, so we still get the voiced and voiced letters at the ends of words. That's interesting with the lesson. And then do you double the the sound? Would it be lesson? Yeah, lesson. Yeah, okay. Like double S. Yeah. No? So unvoiced and everything. Yeah. Yeah. See, and there's some words in here that also do remind me of German. So even at the beginning of the second line here, we have the word du. Yeah. Is, is, is it the same you. as German? Yeah, it's you. Okay, yeah. see, we speak fluent Swedish and we don't know it yet. No. <laughs> All right, then we have the letter F. Yeah, it's the same. F. Fred of. Well, this one is, is the old word for uh, fun, uh, fun of. For of? Uh, it's not an, an F anymore. It's uh, V. Okay, so what looks a like an AF in this song it's would now be written as an AV. Yes, and the V is in Sweden not an F. It's really V, not mm-hmm. F. You know, it's not F. It's yeah. of. That's again, as an American, we would probably read that correctly then too, because O F is our word of. of. Yeah, right. Yeah, really. So it no. means the same thing. Yeah. And then and at the start of the next word. Förgår. Förgår. Yeah. So it's still always an F. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like the first word there. That that what looks to me like Fred. Now this is this is peace. Frieden. <laughs> <laughs> Fried, Fried. Yeah. Right. Ah. Can you say it again in Swedish? Fred. So it's really E. Yeah. The letter G. Yes, it becomes weich. Soft? Vi- soft after soft vocals. And the soft vocals are E, I, Y, E, Ö. Yeah. Those are soft vocals, I think, soft in vowels. German too. Mm-hmm. Soft vowels. And after that, if they stand on the beginning in a word and they have this soft vocal after, mm-hmm. you say J. Like a J glide. Like, like a, a J. J. Mm-hmm. Like a J. Yeah. yeah, and otherwise, otherwise it would be G. So regular yeah. G. Yeah, Jutja. That's soil. Yeah, yeah. Jutja, like G Y T T J A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the word that came to me now. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, okay, and actually, I think we have an example of that in the song. Mm. That's Sorgen. So it looks to us like the German word Zorgen. That, yeah, that's not that's not in the beginning, but yes, that's true. That's Sorgen. Yeah. Sorgen. And now, because I've just said Sorgen in German, mm. the S in the beginning of this word will still stay a sharp S, right? It'll still say, it won't voice, it won't be Z no. like it is in German, no. right? No, no. We, 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 we uh, I don't think we have any. This is, this is short and it'd be Ag. With a double G. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Lustig, glad. This is day. Okay, D-I-G. Yeah. Mm-hmm. D-I-G becomes day, like D-E-J. Oh, wow. You can say dig, but it's really, it doesn't sound real. Yeah. 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 Nowadays you say day. So that one's a real exception to the print, to the way it looks on the page. I love you, Jag älskar dig. Mm-hmm. And it's still, it's, it's spelled like this, D-I-G. Okay. How about the letter H? Mm-hmm. Because I, what I, especially in this song, you and I had talked about this, mm-hmm. that it happens in this song a lot before the letter V. Yes, but it's only because it's, it's the old spelling. This is all without an H. Nowadays. Varför, vita. Okay. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And then you have like the um, rabbit, hare. That's an H in it. So it really is just an H sound. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say that too in Swedish. <laughs> a J? Yeah, what that's word? a J. That is not... Um, it's not a hard one. It's like ye, ye, 
uh, what you say, jag, uh, me, jaga, and when it comes together, after K or after an S, oh, you have that too. Afterwards. I do have that. Okay, yeah, and we don't do a lot of times. Yeah, that's the normal J. But that's one. But J is one to know because that appears in about half of the consonant clusters that yes, we're going to find. But if you don't have a consonant before, you you can be sure it's a normal J. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Otherwise, it makes the consonant before very weich, very soft, know? soft, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The letter K, K also has its problems because. If it comes before the soft vowels, it becomes soft. Okay. But you can't be 100%. It's almost 99%, but it's not always like this. <laughs> so you, you can't be 100, but you can you can try it. You, you can guess fairly yeah. well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, the the example that I found in this song was a very standard one followed by an L. Klenud. But I didn't I didn't see anything else here, so we'll have to look for that. In the next one, because in the other, the other sounds that it can make are much different, right? Here when you it's have soft. It in this one. Jag schusser. Oh, say that again. Jag schusser. It's almost like the sh, but it's not quite, no, right? No, it's not that hard. This is sh. So it's like more like um, um, uh, breathe out, breathe out and say it in the same time without doing anything. Sh. Schusser, schusser, and always and have the vowel in in the position already. Schusser, schusser, right? Yeah, you really that, that's interesting. You're not the tongue isn't actually doing anything. No. It's just in the position for you're the vowel. You're letting it out for the and, vowel. Yeah, and, and like only breathing, let let it stream. Yeah, it's a very relaxed feeling. Yeah. What about the letter L? Lesson, altid, lustig, lemna. There. So it's all just L L L. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Then we'll go on to the M. Mm, like in German. Yeah, yeah like Lemna, in a, pretty men. much in every language, right? Talk Lemna, men. Mm -hmm. yeah. And N is basically the same too, right? Yeah. sin, nat svarta, N, nær. And the letter P, is that the same? Th is that basically the same? Also, yeah. Mm -hmm. Eple, also apple. Po. How about the letter R? Mm. Is it rolled? Is it flipped? Is it. Well, in Stockholm they say rusur. Like yeah. like an Italian rolled R, basically. Yeah, right, right. Mm -hmm. We don't do it in southern Sweden, but there they do. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like rusur mera när rusende träd rötter rycker. And you can roll them every time they come up too, at the end of words yeah. and everything, huh? Yeah, yeah. It would be nice. Yeah. But I, I think in Stockholm they also uh, don't have the time always. But if you do it really nice and good you would do it. Yeah. So, but the nice thing, it sounds like we can actually roll it every time. We don't have to worry about whether it's a single consonant like we do in Italian saying caro and carro. We can, nee. we can always say mera. Ne, this is, this is a uh, uh, long one. Okay. Mera. It's, it, it has to do with the E now, no? right? Right. Now, and then if you had had two R's, it would be mera. Okay. It, but it doesn't have anything with the, with the R. But the R's, it doesn't sound like you have to go me, me, ra. They, they are also uh, foul. What do you call it? Lazy. Lazy. <laughs> and then they do it fast and they say me, ra, me, ra. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you say it <clears throat> like it stands, it's me, ra. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you, when you would like to taste the word really good and you yeah. do it when you sing. So then you say me, ra. And then you say when it would be two R's, there's not, not such a word in, in Swedish, it would be me, ra. But that's only the, the so it only changes the vowel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you have när, rosende träd, rötter, rycker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, and again, it's also not like German in that we would say Zenga and we would go to that sort of upside down A phonetic sound. We go Zenga and we, but here we say Rücker. Rücker. So we really get to that R. We would still say it. Yes. But yeah. Or or perhaps only the E. Rücker. Rücker. And then they would do like this Rücker. Yeah. Yes. They would do it like that. Yeah. But you can also say Rücker. So it sort of flips a little bit, but there's still a lot of Z to it in some ways. Yeah. yeah, there's like a pitch to it. Yeah, I would probably say a rusur. Yeah, even yeah. in Bunin, even in stage, yes. even in. Yes, a little I bit. I would do it. Yes, because it's hard always to roll it. Yeah, yeah. How about the letter S? Because I no. know in some other languages it's, it changes sounds, but it looks like this just stays as an S. Stays S. It doesn't have any bzz. Um, sound it's like say sitter sveda slår ständigt susa yeah and actually the first sound the first word she said was s a umlaut and g and what did you say again say so it's the, like day what we told what i told you d no it was d-i-g right d-i-g mm-hmm. that's also and say the g becomes a uh, j perhaps it has was something i don't do that know this but perhaps it has something to do with the soft vowel i don't know what, what's the other one Day, it's also a soft vowel. Right before it. And if you have like sog, that's a saw. Mm-hmm. That's a that's this ah with a with a with a circle over it. Circle over it. Then it's, you say sog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and the same as ag 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 ag. Mm-hmm. So it's it has probably to do with a vowel. Yeah. How about t? Is t the same? T. Inte tykkes ty natsvarta. Tag, sitter, yeah. Yeah, it's basically the same. Yeah. And when you have a double consonant, like here we have two double T's. Nat, sitter. So we do actually, do we stop the sound of the sitter? Yeah, that's probably sitter. not good for the sing, right? Well, but we do it in Italian, not. we do it in German, so why not? Yeah, why not? Why not do the same thing? Yeah, if it, if it works in your language. Yeah. Because we don't really do that in English. No? We don't hang do on do? to the consonants. Do you have two consonants in your... Often, yeah, kitten, but we would never, kitten. like, kitten, we yeah, would kitten. never, we would never sing kitten. Stop it, Mm-mm. right, kitten. Knitter, sounds funky to Knitter. us. Knitter, Yeah, knitter. Okay. Okay, we talked a little yeah. bit about the letter V before, too. Yeah. And it, 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 it is oft, a voiced. not like in Germany, so you say it like a W in Germany. So like, so a, voiced, a voiced V. A voiced V. Mm-hmm. Vexer, Vid. And this is Quell. Yeah, I wondered. That's yeah. actually from a different song, but I saw it with a K in front of it. I thought I'd check. Yeah. Does it change ever, or is it always just that v v v sound? It's always like that. Great. And since you just said vexer, mm-hmm. it's like K S, right? That's vexer. the X. The yeah. X is always yeah. a K S, right? Like Mexico. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it said mm-hmm. that Z's only appear in foreign words. We don't have it. We don't have it. Only names like Lawrenceen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't have it at all. S. And then it's an unvoiced or S when it happens. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Right. Yeah. T-S. As we said, most of the consonants are the same as we expect them to be. I just wanted to recap a few of the important points. No Auslautverhärtung. Remember that in German, Russian, and Czech, those final consonants will devoice. This doesn't happen in Swedish. If the last consonant in a word is a D, it will remain a phonetic D. Also, the S will not voice to a Z sound. It will always remain a phonetic S. The F is basically the same unvoiced sound that we're expecting, except in some older spellings. As we had here, AF, AV, is nowadays spelled with a V. 
as is the title of the first piece we did we talked about today sav so watch out for f's that may need to be a phonetic v the soft vowels e i y a with an umlaut and o with an umlaut make the g into a j glide it seems like whether they're before or after the g and did you notice how the j glide changed the vowel in on d i g to sound like day it actually rhymed with the word s a with an umlaut g which sounded like say but in a word like s a with a circle over it and g sog the g is hard so the vowel isn't affected at all that soft letter k that we were talking about which is also related to those soft vowels has its own fun phonetic symbol it looks like a lowercase c that wraps back to make itself into a tail think of the c sedia and just open that space up a lot and the sound seems to work out omniglot also has some really interesting phonetic letters under l p t and v but sophie didn't know what they might mean and every example we found in our texts was simply a phonetic l p t or v so we're going to trust in that until we find cause to rethink it as i said at the beginning of the episode there is no standard language to go on perhaps those different phonetic sounds come from different regions but in some of the examples we heard today you could hear that the l sophie uses is with the tip of the tongue not the thick back l we use in english and russian we didn't really get into the letter j today because i'm saving that for those consonant clusters in the next episode but sophie said that if it stands alone it's a normal j what she really means is the j glide since that's what most other languages besides english use a j for and that's all for today to find out more about sophie lorenson or if you have any questions or comments for me ellen rissinger please visit the blog at www.thedictionpolice.com and if you enjoyed the podcast please go to itunes and give it a high rating so that others can find it and benefit from it thanks for listening and we'll be back next week with the rest of our discussion on swedish diction <laughs>